0: What's up, guys, and welcome to another edition of Dead Stallgia Reviews. Tonight, I'm going to be virtually taking on the Sundance Film Festival with a single title from the festival that I decided to give a whirl, which is Something in the Dirt. And to be perfectly honest, I'd have made a way to make time for this one, even if I was sitting on my deathbed, because it comes to us from Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, the filmmaking duo who gave us, has given us nothing but gems so far in their career since their debut feature, Resolution. But before I start digging too deep into the movie, just a quick reminder of the five categories that I'm currently placing my ratings into from best to worst, starting with All That and a Bag of Chips, dubom, Aight, Buzzkill, and Brutal. So as I said, I've been all-in on the Benson and Moorhead train since it started rolling, and so whenever these guys put a movie out into the ether, I am there, no questions asked. In fact, the only thing I knew about Something in the Dirt was that at a high level, this movie is about a couple of dudes who witness something paranormal in an apartment and decide to start documenting it. From that basic premise, knowing what I know about Benson and Moorhead could take me anywhere but in my head I began to wonder if this was going to be them dipping into the found footage uh, genre, which would have just been the icing on the cake because combining their talent with what's typically considered a bit of a gimmick had me kind of giddy. However, this is decidedly not a found footage movie. There are moments of handheld first-person footage. Uh, It also has elements of a mockumentary as the film... As stated before, is about a couple of guys, Levi played by Benson and John, played by Moorhead, who meet outside of Levi's newly acquired LA apartment, which is, to put it kindly, nothing to write home about. John is the apartment complex's landlord, more or less, but the two hit it off, and John offers to give Levi some junk sitting in the complex's garage, temporarily furnish his rundown digs, which Levi obliges. Prior to this, Levi discovered what appears to be a broken decorative crystal, which the two use as an ashtray over the course of their first conversation. I want to keep as much of this as a need-to-know premise as possible, but from here the two of them witness something impossible and decide to document the phenomenon, hoping for a taste of fame and success, which leads to a tangled web of Pythagorean doomsday cults, simulation theories, deep personal grief, X-Files, and geocaching. It's hard to say if this is a movie that's been born out of the pandemic in that it's inspired by or a necessity, something made to purge creative juices in the only way Benson and Moorhead know how, but it certainly falls more in line visually with their break-in film resolution in terms of its do-it-yourself feel. Even then, it looks better than it has any right to, and yet this is a movie that's not really about dazzling you visually. Instead, as their films are inclined to do, it challenges you by presenting numerous introspective ideas as well as themes pondering existential notions, all the while tossing in fun conspiracy-related historical coincidences, which serve to reinforce its more personal material and round out the movie as a whole. Beyond that, it's the performances by Benson Moorhead that really nail this one down. I don't think the duo get enough credit for their on-screen presences. I really loved both in one of their previous films, The Endless, plus I really loved Benson in his small role in a podcast favorite, After Midnight. They both embody these semi-quirky characters in a way that doesn't make them caricatures, but as people who feel real and in spite of some of their unseemly characteristics have a humanity about them that feels authentic. I mentioned the Endless before, and when it comes to the worlds these guys create, the question is always, is it tied to the same universe that the Endless occupies? The short answer is yes, I believe it does. A number of Benson and Moorhead's films contain hints or Easter eggs that either directly tie them into their previous films or hint that they could exist in the same cinematic universe. And I'm not 100% sure, but I'm fairly certain that I can pinpoint a single moment in Something in the Dirt that alludes to it being part of the same universe. But given the context of the film, it could just be a fun reference that deepens the mysteries of this movie. Or a direct hint that there are larger forces at work. Perhaps I'm a bit biased, but something in the dirt is another winner for me. As with all of Benson and Warhead's movies, I'm likely going to need some time to soak it all in and watch it a few more times before I feel I've gotten everything I can out of it that there that there's there to unpack. But for now, even without that confidence, I'm firmly calling this uh, putting this in a da bomb section. It's not very often that subsequent viewing experiences cause me to lower a ranking, and as with their previous films, they usually just deepen my love and appreciation for them. So I'm fairly confident that this will end up being an all that in a bag of chips once I'm able to get a few more rounds with it. And hopefully uh, that's later this year if we do get an official release soon. So that's the gist, my quick thoughts on Something in the Dirt out of the 2022 Sundance Film Festival. Sadly, the oh, it's the only movie I was able to make time for, but I want to hear from you. If you too were able to watch this or are looking forward to it, while you're at it, if you were able to catch more at the Sundance Film Festival, I want to know what you feel I need to keep an eye out for or what to try to avoid. Feel free to find me on social media with the username Dadstalgia, or you can send an email to Show at gmail.com. That's going to do it for this edition of Dadstalgia Reviews. Stay tuned into the show's feed for more reviews on the horizon. Cheers.